Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Praise Lord, everybody. Praise God. I want to thank God for everybody that's on Talk Shoe. I will not be before you long, but I just want to you know, thank God for everybody. And uh, I know it's a nice weather. I thank God for the nice weather. And Amen. Sorry about that. I'm having trouble with my Bluetooth, but we're going to get it back going. Praise Lord. Amen. So I want to welcome everybody to Power Prayer Ministries. My name is Prophet Larry Jr. And you can email me with your request at powerprayer at hotmail.com. It's powerprayer at hotmail.com. And I know um, many people are approaching Halloween. And I just want to tell everybody, um, I just, you know, around Halloween and 30th, 31st, I'm just asking everybody during the October 30th and October 31st to be mindful of what goes on on Halloween. And, um, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices, a lot of bloodshed, a lot of missing children. And I just want everybody to intercede for the children and the grandchildren and intercede for your own children uh, around Halloween time. And, you know, I don't, you know, I don't believe in trick-or-treating. I don't believe in, because Halloween is, uh, uh, is a day that, you know, most sacred ritual when sacrifice come together. So I want everybody to receive for the children. And far as, you know, the parents that, you know, I know some of y'all have family and friends that Christians and they say, well, it's for the children. You know, don't get in no argument. Don't get in debate. Just pray for them because we all destroy for our lack of knowledge. And at one point we've been all ignorant to something. So I just want everybody on October 30th, October 31st, to be praying for the children of all ages uh, during uh, you know, the Halloween, day of Halloween, and, and just uh, pray God's protection. And even to pray protection over the parents that's ignorant to the devices of the enemy. So instead of, you know, people, oh, we're going to have this night, we're going to have just pray. Amen. So, um, you know, growing up, you know, I, 
think I went up trick-or-treat maybe a couple of times, but my parents, you know, um, after I got older, you know, they, they started doing research. And from that on, I just don't care and I don't believe in celebrating Halloween. So there's many articles um, about it. And I just want everybody just to pray for the children and pray for their parents. Man, my pastor, my apostle say, y'all the devil, you know, hey, just pray for them because we need to pray for safety. Amen. And also, you know, um, as parents, I know some of y'all children will be getting candy from the schools or from other children. Look at the candy. Pray over the candy. Because, you know, not every teacher is a Christian, and not every teacher saved. So pray over that candy. Pray over the things they get for Halloween. And and if it's something dealing with skeleton ghosts, that's discarded. Throw it away. Well, my baby made this ghost for me. Okay, ghosts are spirits, okay? If you, if you know, you know, when growing up, I grew up on Bewitched. And Casper, the friendly ghost, and you know, I thought it was amusing until I learned about witchcraft later on. It's, it's no such thing as good witches, no such thing as bad witches. A witch is a witch. A witch is under demonic influence, under Satan's power and his control. So I'm gonna repeat this: There's no such thing as good witches or bad witches. A witch is a witch. I remember it was an elder I was dealing with, and she said, well, there's good witches out there. I'm like, no, witches are witches. It's like you telling me there's a good snake. There's a good wolf. There's a a, a good shark. So, uh, nothing good when it pertains to wickedness. So pray over your children, anoint them, and... Um, that's the best you can do, you know, is pray over them and do your part. And um, uh, there's a lot of you know, full moons and people pray to the moon and all kinds of foolishness. And I just want everybody to be mindful, okay? Just be mindful. I'm not here for a debate where I paid $100 for my child's costume. You're telling me that's for you, but I'm just telling everybody to pray for the children and pray for the adults. Because um, it's, I'm going to be honest, a lot of things I did religiously, and it had nothing to do with the things of God. I just did it religiously. It just because it's I was raised up in a Pentecostal environment and through learning and as the Holy Ghost show you and as people, God send people in your life, things change. So don't get in no debate, please. I don't want no parent, grandparent going out there uh, doing a Salem witch trials, trying to um, arrest all the witches and all the, the cookie monsters, you know. This person, amen, amen. And um, I'm going to go into prayer, but also, you know, I want everybody this this week, I want everybody to repent. This week, I want everybody to repent 
and we all have bad habits. We have bad thinking. Well, we have even bad pattern thoughts. You know, we. You know, I'm gonna just be honest. There are certain seasons. You know, with me, it comes in the month of April and October that I have pattern bad pattern thoughts. Means in the month of April, it was a crucial month in my life. Then October was another crucial month. And, you know, there was a lot of warfare, but at the same time, there was a lot of um, blessings. But those are the months that I have to really pray because, you know, certain things happen in my life. And I thank God for bringing me out. So I want everybody to focus on what bad thought patterns that you have. You know, the Bible says, so man thinking, so is he. You know, um, I know some people, you know, this certain month, your mother died, your father died, and your, your husband, wife, your children, there are certain months that bring you down. Or this is the month that you remember, for example, you lost your house, or you got your car get repoed around this same time of year, or this same time of year you, you know that you become broke before the holidays. You know, those are vicious cycles, and, and then you say, around this time of the year, I have bad thoughts, you know, uh, whether it's a bad relationship or bad marriage. So we need to all change our thought pattern. We need to repent for those. But we know if certain thought patterns are bad, and we just need to repent and say, Lord, help me get out of this. You know, and if you notice, there's a cycle, and I see it a lot in the church, like the month of February, March was the time most people get their tax return, and by May or June they become broke and they go through repo, they go through different things, and they do that every year. You know, I know some people get a new car every single year, and then uh, and four or five months later they lose the car, and then they struggling again, uh, catching rides, and then with tax return car they get a tax return car they get a new car, so. Today, just repent on your part. And if you notice, and I'm, I'm talking to, um, to the single parents, um, ask God to help you in those thought patterns. You know, you know it's like when at certain times of the year, guys come on you. Like around Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Easter, or even tax returns. You just say, God, break these vicious cycles in the life like, Lord, why married men come up to me? Or, Lord, why married women come up to me? You know, ask God, say, Lord, what things I need to repent of? Because it's a lot of times we could have been with people that was married, but we didn't know. And we have, we date, we have intimacy with them. And uh, it just, uh, they've been with other married people, and they sleep with you. Spirits are real. So I want everybody to focus, to repent, of bad vicious, vicious cycles, or whether it's spinning habits or, or going through bad thought patterns, and, and why do you attract certain people? You know, why do you attract users? You know, I'm going to tell you, most users and deception people always look out for good-hearted people. So you need tell God to help you with those areas. Or another thing, if we can be honest, you know, um, you know, a person can do good from January up to November, December, and all of a sudden they start drinking. Uh, 
So a drug, and they do it for a month, in January, February, they stop, and they go through another cycle. But we need to ask God to deliver us, and with some things we need to repent of. And if we need to repent, say, Lord, I did use people, and I'm dealing with that, whatever. Say, Lord, I need to stop being passive, or, Lord, I need to stop being so nonchalant all the time. Nonchalant ain't a bad thing, but sometimes we need to pay attention. So I want everybody to focus, just repent, repent. Everything the Holy Ghost come up, come up and present to you, repent. Don't say, well, the only reason I, uh, the only reason I stole from the store because I couldn't stand the store manager. And if the store manager wasn't so mean, I wouldn't have stole out of his store. That's not a good excuse. The uh, only reason I, you know, I slept with these many people because my baby mama, my baby daddy, dog me out, or my uh, husband cheated, or wife cheated, or whatever the case. Those are not good reasons. So don't allow the enemy to reason with your repentance. You know, the enemy say, oh, you don't have to repent for that. Everybody's, everybody's there. Everybody cheated. Everybody lied. No, you need to repent. Because why the enemy don't want you to repent, because he still have a stronghold in your life. So repentance is, is important. And don't repent and keep doing it, but repent and say, Lord, I need you to help me with this. Don't go, I'm going to tell you this, when you're coming out of bad habits or addictions, you need, you need the Holy Ghost to bring you out. It's your human strength can't do it. You're, you're some things you can't avoid, but there's some things you need the Holy Ghost. I want everybody to focus this week. Focus on yourself and say, Lord, what why I'm not being blessed, why I'm not being fulfilled, why this thing that you promised me is is prolonged, and really do some soul searching. Don't sit say, well, it's nothing wrong with me. Everybody on this line has some type of problem or issue that you got some people, they are blessed prosperity, but health-wise, their health is not good. You got people who have good health, but when it comes to money, they dealing with the spirit of poverty. You got people that in good health and have money, but when it comes to relationships, they 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 have poor communication or poor attitudes. So this week, I want everybody to focus on something, and 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 the Holy Ghost bring it up to you. Say, Holy Ghost, help me. I know I'm wrong. Um, and you know my problem is and. And I pray over myself. You know, I, you know, I. At times, I want to seek revenge, and it, it comes up. You, know, you, you uh, you're a man of God, and the Bible says vengeance is yours. Yeah, that's nice, and you, you know the scripture. But but sometimes I feel God takes too long sometimes, and that's my problem. And I always had to pray over that. And that's, you know, whether you believe it or not, that's a thing I, I have to pray over. And thank God that I haven't seeked any revenge because God always take care of it. But it, it do come up. You know, we, if we be honest, you know, we, if we be honest with ourselves, certain things do come up from time to time. So we need to be honest. You know, some some of y'all have anger issues and, it's my coming to you the wrong way. You want to rip the head off. So, um, 
we all need to deal. We all deal with things, and in Jesus' name, it's time out for foolishness and time out. It's not about you anymore. So, uh, not about you. No, it's not. Well, Lord, I had these problems. You know, my dad was a rolling stone. My mom left me. We, everybody here has a history. But right now, it's very important that we repent and get our life together. And there's some things that that's going to happen in the United States of America. There's going to be some devastating things. But even in that, God can protect you. Even in that, God can and keep you, but it's time right now the church to repent. Amen? Amen. Well, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just pray for everybody on this line. And, Lord, as I come forth with the word, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, Father, that, that Lord, you strengthen everybody. Lord, open up everybody's spiritual ears this day. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke the plans of the enemy that try to distract your people. And, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we bind up every spirit of backlash over this prayer line, over this, this, this message. In the name of Jesus, we bind up every spirit of retaliation. In the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke every spirit of Jezebel, every uh, spirit of Ahab, and the blood of Jesus over this line. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. Lord, I decrease that you increase in me. And, Father God, we thank you for your daily bread. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak. Everyone on this line will be be, uh, be focused on the things of you. And, Lord, everybody will return to you with their full heart, which you are our first love. And, Father God, we love you and we thank you this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Jesus. Amen. We I'm gonna go to Hebrews chapter twelve. Hebrews chapter twelve. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sins that so easily trips us up. Now, how many times um, how many times we carry weight and we carry it's it's nothing wrong to say the Bible says we bear each other's burdens, but that's that's another thing. But how many of us do not if you bear stuff and you and when you bear it, you go to God to get it off of you. And you don't carry it. Say, Lord, help me with this burden. And with most intercessors, when you feel a burden, and it's it's a burden to go pray. 
And when you're burdened by something, most of the time, unless you're a newcomer in Christ, you know, you'll talk to someone elderly and they can explain, like, oh, that's prayer. God put that on your heart. And and once you give it to God, the burdens are released. The Bible says you need to strip off every weight that slows you down. You know, in, in my case, uh, you know, distraction slows me down. You know, uh, I was watching a video, and it was a, a guy, he was a, a karate instructor. And he had like a weapon in his hand, but it wasn't like a, a weapon that would do somebody harm. But he was given a demonstration. And with the weapon, he was swinging like this. It was like a little foam bat thing at a, at, at a young man. And what he was doing, he was, he was faking like he was going to hit him. And the young man ducks automatically. And, he, and so the karate instructor faked again like he's going to hit him, and the young man keep ducking. So the, the karate instructor say, look, don't focus on this rubber bat. Focus on me because this bat is a distraction. And he say, and so the, he tried again to say, look, focus on me. This bat is a distraction. I'm your enemy. So a lot of times the enemy don't want us to focus on him, but he want to focus on the distraction. So when the instructor did a fake, like he was going to hit him with the phone back, the boy looked directly at the instructor. So when the instructor did something else with his body, the boy positioned himself for a defense. So the, he was, and so a lot of times we'll pay attention to the distraction, but the enemy always come with a blow. And the way the ball was ducking, the way he ducked, if you, if you had a bat, you can hit him right across his back because he was distracted by the bat and he didn't watch the person. You know, um, it was a saying, say, your hands is quicker than your eyes. And so, uh, and I was watching that, and I say, wow, that's powerful. While the ball was watching the bat, he wasn't watching the man's left hand. He wasn't watching his his legs, his footwork. So he cut a fake with the bat and kicked him with a left, a fake with a, a fake him with a bat and hit him with a left jab. So he was teaching, don't be distracted, but watch the enemy. And, uh, and, and that, I say, wow, Lord, I never look at it like that. So a lot of times the enemy wants us to watch the things we watch and, and why is it a distraction? Because it, can't, it cannot harm us. I'll say that again. Most things that are distractions are things that cannot harm us or have no value. So, for example, when, I'm going to tell you this. God will come with a word, and the Lord say, I, I have your children. Don't worry about it. I have them. And the enemy comes hours or days later and, and try to distract you with your children. And and you say, Lord, the enemy taking over my children, but the Lord gave you a word prior and say, I have your children. God knows what the enemy is up to. And, you know, uh, for example, the Lord said, I have your job. I, I'm going to protect you on your job. Don't worry about it. They cannot fire you. Then you go to your job and have all kinds of accusations, all kinds of things going on. The Lord gave you a word. You say, Lord, 
these people trying to fire me, but Lord say, remember, I remind you this, oh Lord, forgive me. You did say this will come and don't be distracted. So a lot of times this God warns us about distractions. You know, it's many times God has seen a woman of God, a man of God, and, and say, you know, you're about to come up this Lord say, don't be distracted. Don't become angry. Don't uh, don't do this, don't do that. Um, uh, stay before God. Get in your word. Because some things about to come up. And a lot of times when you told to get in your word, you need the word of God to combat the enemy. The enemy is not moved on. You you know, devil, you leave me alone. Or devil, um, get out my face. No, you know, you say Satan the Lord rebuke you. Or or you use the word, say, uh, I live by bread alone, but every word that's proceeded out the mouth. Um, you know, God will give you scriptures. The scriptures defeats the enemy. The scriptures have the enemy to flee. So a lot of times, distractions never overtake us. What overtake us, we allow the distractions to overcome us. So a distraction can, I'm going to just give you an example. Um, you ever step in a, a bed of ants, and 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 I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna just I'm gonna use this example. Many of you all that step in a bed of ants, whether it's one ant crawl on your ten, you get out that ant bed. You get out because if many of you all that seen one ant, you getting away from that ant. You're not trying to figure out what that ant gonna do. Either you are gonna kill an ant or you are gonna get away from it. Because you know the ant can bite you, but what? But what we allow with distractions? Distractions are like this. Distractions can can bring up vain imaginations, and we can be distracted from something that it cannot bite us, cannot do nothing to us, unless we allow it to. So even though, even though you can see an ant bed. But most of y'all, you know, you not, most of y'all are not going to go mess with an ant bed. You're going to leave it alone. You're going to look at it, and, but you're not going to focus all day on it. You, you're not going to go in there and get a, a bunch of, you ain't going to get no gasoline to kill it and ant spray. You're going to say, well, I know that ant pile over there. So when somebody go out, your children, someone go out to they kept that ant bed in that corner, and but you don't get distracted by it. But what the enemy do, he'll have us worried about something that God already prepared us for. The Lord say, fear not, you know. He are not giving us fear, fear, but power of sound mind. And a lot of times distractions can weigh us down. You know, we, you know, even with children, you know, a lot of us have children that are grown and uh, adults. You know, we don't always, as a parent, you always be concerned about your children. But it's a time that you, we all have to walk through this. It's a time you have to truly give your children to the Lord. And, and you pray for them, but you keep living. But sometimes the enemy can use children as a distraction, a job as a distraction, a car, your money, your credit. There's so many distractions. But we have to learn to say, you know what, Lord, this, this, is, this is bothering me. I need to come to you. I need to give this burden unto you. And I guarantee you, God will fix the problem. Amen. Um, 
and they say, especially sins that so easily trip us up. The, and I'm going to just tell you this. I am not sin proof. Nobody on this line is sin proof, not one person. If you sin proof, please give me that vaccine. But no one on this line is sin proof. And, um, and I'm going to tell you this. In certain areas, I don't go by myself. Uh, in certain places, I just don't do. Well, you, you, you're an adult. Yeah, I know I'm above the age of 18, above, way above the age of 21. But there's certain things I just don't do. But what I noticed, um, I kept falling in the same traps over and over. I said, Lord, I always fall in this. I go into repentance. Lord, please forgive me. But the Holy Ghost say, if you stop going in them places, uh, stop going in them places, stop hanging around those certain people. Uh, when you watch these kind of movies, you know, like, I don't watch that in horror. I don't watch no horror movies, you know, uh, and I have these weird, crazy dreams. I had to go on all these, I pray, I pray, I pray, but it's just things I had to stop doing. It's certain, even certain vitamins and medications uh, I used to take, I had to take, stay off of them. But to stay off the medication, I had to change my diet. So it's certain things that I had to stay away from. You know, I never understood growing up that uh, I always hear the elders always say, oh, uh, give my high blood pressure medicine. Every day they eat pork. As soon as they eat the pork, they go grab for their medicine. And I never understood the life of me. I say, if pork or that food messes you up, why you keep eating it and then have to get medicine to regulate it? So what I have learned to do is stay out of situations that easily trips me up, that easily have me, oh, Lord, I, I forgive me, Lord, forgive me, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, forgive me. Lord, I'm so sorry, and condemnation hit me, and I just feel so condemned, feel so bad. But I learned to stay away out of certain situations. Um, you know, even in certain arguments, you know, sometimes uh, you, you have a, a disagreement, but what I learned, say, okay, especially dealing, you know, I don't know everything, and no one on this phone knows everything, but, you know, I always pray to avoid certain things, because I'm going to be honest, I don't know everything, I'm not trying to know everything, every, you know, but I learned certain things you just don't get no argument with, certain things you just leave it alone. And if a person don't understand it, you can't make them understand it. Um, you know, you hear the term like, boy, that person have a bad understanding. And with people with bad understanding, you only stay with levels of them of their understanding. You don't convince somebody with bad understanding what's right, what's wrong. Even like when, when I hear men and women, you know, I had times I had someone call me, oh, I feel in this area, and they go tell me, I say, look, you know, you ain't had no business going over there that time of the night. You know, if you had these type of influences like liquor, alcohol, that it makes you feel some kind of way. You know, the enemy, you know, the enemy knows our patterns, but when we come to us, we act like we can do the same thing over and over, and we're going to get a better result. 
and, and most of the time, if you're a person that drink, you drink, you get drunk, and you throw up. And wake up the next morning and say, oh, I won't never do that again. And you do it again. You drink, you get drunk, and you throw up. And we keep doing that like we're going to find a positive, a positive result. Or we say, well, man, I would love to drink without throwing up. No, that's just basic patterns. Same way with uh, fornication. If, if you if you uh, entertain the thought of that, you're going to fall for it every time. But I didn't really like him, but I don't know how I fell for him. Or I don't know how I fell for her. I don't even like a woman of like that or like this. So we have to be real with our weaknesses. So we have to be real. We you can sit here and play play like you you made out of steel, or you that you holy of holy. But you have to be real with yourself. And I learned that. I couldn't get mad at God and say, "Well, Lord, you're right." So I sit here. Oh Lord, forgive me. And I say, I'm strong. I can go back. I, I can tell them no. I can do this and fall for it again. God don't strengthen you to get better in sin. God, you know, a lot of times I learn stay away from the area. This time God has sent you to a place to witness or to for a person get delivered, and after they get done, you get out. Amen. And I'm going to keep reading and say, let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on who? Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. We keep our eyes on who? Jesus. Keep our eyes on who? Jesus. That's the most important thing. You can't keep your eyes on, you know, and I'm reminded of Peter. You know why Peter almost drowned? What he did, he kept his eye. He got his eyes off of who Jesus, and he almost died, drowned. He say, "Master, Master, save me!" But when you keep your eyes on Jesus, he can bring you out of places, and 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 that's the important thing. Keep your eye on Jesus. You keep your eyes on anything else but Jesus, you will drown like Peter every time. You will fall in those same temptations, those same situations over and over because you're not keeping your eyes on who? Jesus. I'm going to tell you this. Those people who's a marksman, whether you, you do crossbow, bore and arrow, or, uh, handguns or shotguns or rifles, you have to focus on the what? The target because you're trying to get a what? A mark. You're trying to get the center point, the bullseye. You're trying to hit center every time. What you have to do, you have to focus both your eyes. You have to focus your eye on that target. You have to focus your eye on what? That target. You're trying to get a target. You know, you can't be distracted by the wind. You can't be distracted by the people around you. If you notice, you know, when you go to the gun range, they they have you put on these uh, ear, um, ear protectors, ear guards. And, 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 you know, eye protection. You know, people say, well, the ear guards are, you know, from the loudness of the gun, it protects your eardrum. Yes, that's true. But also I notice with those ear guards that you focus better on your target. You, you cannot hear the next, you know, even with that you can hear certain things, but you can't really hear certain things. You know, 
And, and when you have those ear guards on, you pay attention to your instructor, then that's it. You don't pay attention to the person on the right of you. You don't pay attention to the person on the left of you. But you focus on that target and whatever the instructor is saying. And, and if you listen to the instructor, you can hit the target. The instructor say, okay, you need to straighten your arms. Uh, you need to reposition yourself. You need to uh, don't, don't put your whole finger in it. You need the tip of your finger and, and look at the target. And that's a good instructor. And a lot of times when you close your ears with those ear guards, you, you find out your attention is a whole lot better. You can hit the mark or get close to the mark, but it will get better. So what I learned, keep your eyes on Jesus. That's your mark. Because, you, you know, God, Jesus, they'll take care of all the distractions if you focus on them. A lot, a lot of times we can be distracted by the wind, but it's no storm. Ooh, it's by storm. Ooh. And what the enemy do? The enemy just like the, the, the three-lit pigs. I'm going to blow, I'm going to blow, I'm going to blow your house down. And we focus on the enemy roaring. We focus on the enemy hacking. But we all need to what? Keep our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates the perfect of our faith. I'm reading our New Living Translation. Because of joy awaiting him, he endures the cross. It's disregarded shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Now, Jesus never gave up. You know, he, uh, even in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was faced with a difficult decision. But what did he say? Not my will, but let your will be done. Not my will, Father, but let thy will be done. Not my will. He didn't say, he say not my will, but your will. So what we have to do is say, God, not my will, but your will. And even though you deal with people hostile, you know, I'm finding, you know, some cases, um, sometimes I'm on social media, and I have people that lead on, block, or sometimes leave a message like, um, I ain't know you was a Christian. I don't like those scriptures. Okay, fine. You don't have to like them. But people become hostile because you're a Christian. You got people so hostile that if you post positive stuff, they, nobody ain't that positive. So if Jesus didn't give up, we don't have no right to give up. And I'm not saying walking in God is an easy task. But where, where I find it difficult is when we don't want to surrender. Things I don't want to surrender, it made it difficult. I'm going to tell on myself. Things I did not want to surrender, it made it difficult for me. And God said, give it up, surrender it. Um, verse 4, after all, you have not yet given your lives in this struggle against sin. And have you forgiven the encouraging word God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. You know, it's a blessing that God disciplines us. Every single day when God disciplines us, when God checks us on that, that's a blessing. He still cares. Um, the, you know, and what I'm finding, 
you know, lately that some people don't want to be corrected. They don't want to be checked. They don't, they don't want you to tell you them the truth. Like, I'm going to tell you, you know, why this ain't working? You got a bad attitude. I don't have no bad attitude. It's because I was molested because if my man left me. It's because there's no good woman God gave me. Or I did that job get on my nerves. I don't have no bad attitude. Yeah. Uh, and they get mad. And they they want to block you off of everything because you told the truth. Or you need to stop this. But I want to tell everybody, you have to learn to be corrected. And I'm going to tell everybody, those who went, and I'm going to tell you this, it's important to correct a person in love. You know, don't be saying, you need to stop that. You're going ahead. No, that's not love. You got to learn to correct people one-on-one by themselves. You know, there's times that God will get angry and speak to a man or woman of God about a situation. But learn to correct people in love. And I'm, well, I just say it how I say it. No. Because the people that have bad attitudes, when you check them, they, they don't like it. So we have to learn to be corrected. But also, being corrected of a person making you feel worse than what it is, nine times, that ain't God. And nine times ten, you ain't going to want to receive no type of correction for somebody that condemns you. Amen? Verse 6. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. So if you don't get punished, you know, it's, uh, if, you, if, you don't, if God don't punish you, you're a bastard. You're a devil. You know, uh, I know nobody on this line likes to get whooped. You can't tell me. You can't tell Oh, I love getting whooped. Well, my mom and daddy used to whoop me. Oh, I used to love them whooping. I used to love when they used to whoop with extension cards, switch, or belt, or sugar cane pole, whatever y'all got whoopings with, or their hand, or paddle. Nobody here can be honest that you enjoy getting punished or spanking. But at the same time, when your parent discipline you, whether it's verbal, whether they ground you, or paddle you, whatever, they did it out of love. And then, because if they didn't love you, they want to restore you. You know, like, for example, if a parent did not love his child, say, look, son, daughter, you cannot you cannot be on your phone for a whole week. Ooh, that is so hard. I'm about to die without my phone. But you find out, and at the time you don't have a phone, you find out that the grass is green. You find out that the sky is blue. You find out that you can go outside and play and walk. And you find out so much more life than just a phone. You find out that water is clear. You find out the house uh, soap smells good. <laughs> but, you know, the things that bombard you, things that a lot of times things that's an idol unto you, God will remove it. Now, God is not a bad God. Say, if you have a phone, you're the devil. You have a car, you're the devil. God is saying, look, don't make this thing an idol. I'm removing it. And then when you get it back, you say, oh, okay. And you learn to say, you know what, I'm not going to lose my phone privileges, but I'm going to stay away from this and that. I'm going to act better. I'm going to do right in school or whatever the case may be. So and a lot of times God disciplines us to wake us up. You know, if, if it wasn't for punishment, we would never have wisdom. The Bible said a wise man will change, but a fool will never change. So 
God, when God disciplines you and punishes you, you're his child. He loves you. And and if if God if God God is not a mean God, if he was a mean parent, you'd say you'll never get your phone. But you take it away from him. And a lot of times, a parent say, you know what, you've been doing what you're supposed to for four days. Get your phone. But don't get it twisted. If you act up, I might take away from two weeks. So discipline is a good thing because it put us back on track. A lot of times when God deal with me or deliver me, it's to put me back on track. It's, it's to make my crooked path straight. Amen? Verse 7, as you endure the divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his own father? God does not discipline you as, as he does all his children. It means you, you are illegitimate and are not re- really his child at all. Since we respect our earthly fathers who discipline us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirit and lives forever? While our earthly father disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God did plan always good for us so that we might share his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It is painful. But after a while, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm going to read 12 and 13. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. Amen? Amen. So I just want everybody to just be encouraged. And to really look, uh, really go back and say, Lord, I need help in these areas. God loves us, but do not take his love for granted. Because one day we all going to have to leave here. We all will die. We all will. You're going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. So right now, repent what you need to repent of. Give your life to God totally. Amen. Give honor to, to God. I give honor to Jesus and the Holy Ghost. Thank God for everybody that's on the line. Praise God. Anyone want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Give your life to the Lord. If I want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Open the door of my life and receive you as Lord and Savior. Given my sin, my life.
take control of the throne of my life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. Everybody, get your life to the Lord. Rededicate your life to the Lord. Heaven is rejoicing. I encourage you to find a local church in your area. I also encourage you to um, the Bible start off from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I also encourage you to pray, which is talking to God. Through time, it will get better and better. I also encourage you to um, uh, go to church. If your church is offering Sunday school, are they offering uh, Bible study? Please, please attend. Amen. Amen. Do anyone have any prayer requests before we come to close? Anyone have any prayer requests? Uh, I want to pray for uh, family, friends. Not only that, you know, things that I've been going through in my life as well for is addiction, you know, mm-hmm. to things that I've had. Amen. What's your first name? Uh, family, friends, loved no, ones. No. What What is What is your first name? Oh, my name is Chad. My name is Chad. Amen. I will lift you up, Chad. Heavenly Father, I lift up Chad unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for delivering him. And the Spirit of the Lord say his time with you is drawing near. Lord, say, come to him with your full heart. And you have a call on your life, and God is not playing with you, and he never played with you. But the time is drawing near, and the Lord said, come to him. And the Lord said, when you give me your full heart, watch every addiction, even every struggle in your life, God is going to take it away. And and when you, thank you, Jesus, and when people see you, they ain't going to recognize the residue. They're going to say, that ain't Chad. That that Chad, that ain't Chad. But the Lord said he's not playing with you. The Lord said, I've been keeping you. But you have a calling in life. The Lord said, time is getting near. The Lord said, come to him. Time is getting near. Amen. Amen. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, even Lord, even His love for music, Lord, I even pray that You give Him new songs, and Lord, even help Him, even in music, Lord, because He loves music. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank You, Lord, I thank You for Holy Ghost fire to burn up everything that the enemy has has done against. Burn it up, Father. Burn it up. I speak Holy Ghost fire. And, Lord, I just say thank you. And, Lord, I pray to you. Lord, I thank you for blessing Chad with income. Lord, I thank you for blessing him with, Lord, bless him with, with, with desires of his heart. And, Lord, even give him, and, Lord, I even hear this word. Lord, even give him peace with his enemies. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well. I thank you, Chad, for coming on, and I pray uh, that you'll come on some more. Don't let it be your last time. Amen. 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 Am
Amen. Amen. Thank you. You welcome. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, uh-huh. Do anyone else have any prior requests? Amen. Amen. And I want to say this to all the mothers. If you're Amen. a mother, you know, if you're all the mothers, pray for your children. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, learn to live. Amen. Pray for your children, but learn to live. Amen. You know, learn to live. All mothers, learn to live. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Did anyone else have any prayer requests or any testimony? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. No one had no prayer requests or testimony. But if you got a private prayer request or a private situation, you can email me at powerofprayer at hotmail.com. It's power. P-O-W-E-R-O-L-P-R-A-Y-E-R of prayer, power of prayer at hotmail.com. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody, and I'm coming to a close, and I thank God for everybody who who came on the line. I thank God for you. Amen. Well, Heavenly Father, blessings over all the mothers, over Chad, over over uh, the, everyone in the fivefold ministry, Lord, I speak blessings over everyone in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I thank you for supernatural deliverance. And, Lord, mm-hmm. I thank you that we've given our whole heart over to you, yes, Father. Lord. That, Lord, we don't give a piece of our heart, but we'll we give our whole heart, our whole mind, yes, and our mm-hmm. whole soul unto you this day. Thank and, you. Father God, forgive us for the idols we created. Lord, yes, forgive yes, us for for, for being caught up in distractions. Yes. Lord, I thank you for deliverance. Lord, burn up anything that's not up yes. out of my life. Burn yes. it up, Father, in the name yes. of Jesus. Yes. And I'm going to tell you all this. Don't, don't be surprised that you break out in sweats and you say, Lord, I got the cold sweat. Sometimes oh, yes. when God, when a fire God on you, you just sweat. It, it don't be the sweat like you in heat, like the wind, uh-huh. like you outside 100 degrees. But this thing God burn up and you find yourself sweating and you know, yeah. oh, it's forty degrees out there. But God burning out stuff out of you. And, and you find yourself you think you got sinuses, but you blowing your nose and, and deliverance comes. So don't, like don't limit God to a, a certain deliverance. I only get delivered if I cough. You know, you can get deliverance through blowing your nose by switch. You can get deliverance even through a bowel movement. You get deliverance going to the bathroom. You can get deliverance. And some things don't always be like that, but God just delivered you. You just say, wow. So in the name of you, Lord, I speak deliverance over everybody on this line. And, Lord, we love you. We thank you. The blood of Jesus over everyone. And, and by the Jesus, I thank you for the union that you're doing in everybody's life. And, Father, even rejection. Lord, I thank you for delivering your people from the spirit of rejection in the name of Jesus and fill them with the Holy Ghost, baptized with fire. And, Lord, we love you, and, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want everybody a good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you, and I do too. And also I want to tell everybody 
on on um on November twenty fifth. I will not have services because I know some people be out of town for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So November twenty fifth, I will not have service. So I just tell everybody to enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, and enjoy. So November fifth, I will not be having services. Amen. 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 I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you, and I do too. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hallelujah.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.